people, remember Audible? Do you have your account set up yet? Why not? It's free for 30 days, and you get a free audiobook if you use my URL, audiblepodcast.com slash harmar. That's audiblepodcast.com slash H-A-R-M-A-R. Now on with the show. Welcome to Nocturnal Emotions, everybody. I am your host, Harmar Superstar, a.k.a. Sean Tillman, taking you on a flight of fancy into the nighttime where the feeling is so goddamn right. So fucking right. Uh, yeah, I have conversations with people I find interesting. Uh, they can be musicians, they can be artists, they can be dudes. Just do something awesome. I don't know. I just want you to, to, uh, to, be, to know. To know who I love, and you will love them, too. And you probably already do, because you're listening right now. Uh, this week has been amazing. I've been back in Minnesota. My friends Katie and Landon got married way up north in International Falls. I went there. We were almost in Canada. We rode houseboats. We rode hot tubs on top of houseboats as they went across the lake. Who else did that? Nobody. You didn't do that. That was fun. You should try it. Everybody should do it. So uh, I encourage this activity. Right now, I am recording... This intro and the outro you're about to hear at the end of the episode in the parking lot of my favorite bar in Minneapolis, Grumpy's downtown. My other favorite bar in Minneapolis is Grumpy's Northeast. So that's what I do. I go to Grumpy's. And now I work out of their parking lot. I'm doing it right now. Uh, it's been amazing. This week, yeah, you know, I got back from the wedding. I, I went to First Avenue on uh, Sunday night and saw the two-man show of D'Angelo and Questlove. It was incredible. Um, you know, I didn't have to tell you that. You probably guessed that it would be. But my God, D'Angelo is the best keyboard player I've ever seen. His left hand is the best bass player in the world. I had no idea. Uh, it was insane. And Questlove, the human metronome, crushed it. It was so good. Um, if you get a chance to check out that show, I know they're not doing it in many places, but if you can see it, go. It's so awesome. And uh, the next night I went to First Avenue again, my favorite venue in the world, to see Yeah Yeah Yeahs, one of my favorite bands in the world. Um, such an amazing show. I got to sing Happy Birthday to their all-around amazing utility man, David Pajo. And if you would have told me I would have been singing Happy Birthday to a member of Slint to a packed First Avenue audience when I was, you know, 12, I would have slapped you and said you're lying and freaked out, maybe cried a little bit, and then gotten really excited. That's what happened. It was so fun. They put on the best show. I got to drive them around, take them to Vietnamese food. By the way, go to Quang's if you're in Minneapolis, the best Vietnamese. Um, and, dude, just so good. So good. Karen and I went thrifting. We made a bunch of Vine videos. Go look at those on my feed. They're the best. So fun. Um, man. The best. I got to get back here this summer and go tubing and all that stuff. But 
I gotta tell you about my guest this week. His name is Jack Dishel. He's amazing. Anything he puts his mind to, he crushes. He has a band called Only Son out of New York. Uh, he writes graffiti. He does art. He uh, is an amazing stand-up comedian slash storyteller. Everything, man. I, I love the guy. He's uh, so good. So interesting. So fucking such a good dude. I'm, I'm so glad he got introduced to my life within the past few years. So I want you to hear my conversation with him because he is the best guy to talk to. And uh, and this is this is your entree. Welcome. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Jack Dishel. Check it out. Jack. Hello. Welcome to the uh, Masturbatorium. <laughs> I gotta go. This is great. <laughs> that's the first time that's ever happened. Most people just most uh, people are so into it right they're away. So delighted that I bring up masturbation immediately. <laughs> they're like, thank God the podcast thing was fake. <laughs> yeah, this isn't even a real computer. <laughs> it's made entirely of Tillman DNA. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how it works. It's got I don't know. It's got fucking waves going on. It moves. I don't know how I did it, but that's just my electricity. It looks good. It looks delicious. <laughs> so, uh, so what's been going on? I hear you're uh, you're in the middle of some crazy shit this week. That yeah, uh, bunch of weird stuff happened this week. Don't know what's going to come of it yet, but uh, yeah. At the same time, I got uh, do a bunch of graffiti for Chelsea Market. That's amazing. Which I've never been to. That place is crazy. I went there like about a month ago or so, or two months, uh, and it's a wild crazy kind of mall but like it's got everything like i think like google is upstairs like there's like a weird like campus of internet things upstairs and downstairs there's like waterfalls and fountains and yeah crazy stores I intertwined to, i went to check it out and i was just kind of like i felt like i was in like phoenix or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> i just didn't it didn't and i i mean i only found out later that chelsea market is like a whole thing yeah somehow it just escaped me my entire time in New York. Never even heard of well, it. Well, that's the thing. You wouldn't. I wouldn't have gone there unless I met. I met a guy who like was driving to the Stone Pony to see a show that offered like <laughs> me and a friend a ride, and he turned out to be an awesome, dude. Yeah. But he worked upstairs in one of the like. Well, that's what it is. It's like crafts people, right? Yeah. Like I made. Well, you know what I've noticed though about that kind of thing is like being on tour. Whenever we go to like these little kind of artist beach towns or or just little artist communities, yeah, like the vibe is amazing and everyone you meet is really nice and it is like the worst art you will ever see. Yeah, and then you realize life. upstairs everyone works at Google. Right. Always. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's why everyone's so chill. They're super rich. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, no, no, no. We just pretend to do art. <laughs> we just pay our friends that might do art. They say they do art, yeah. so we just get theirs we put them downstairs to attract the real people <laughs> that's fucking amazing like i didn't know how like super into graffiti you were ever like like you know it's weird i i mean nothing i'm in no way comparing myself to a, a gay person or their experience yeah in this world but to me in a weird way it feels like i'm coming out of the closet yeah well, that, like, Chelsea Market's a good place to, to do it. I guess so. Yeah. It's all coming together for me. <laughs> yeah. uh, but yeah, it's something I did just growing up. Like I didn't play music 
when I was a teenager, I, I did graffiti. That, yeah. That's all I did. Like, I didn't give a shit about music. I listened to it. Yeah. But it didn't, it wasn't even a thought in my mind. Like, I didn't play guitar until I got to college. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I was, shit. All, graffiti is all, I, like, when I meet people now that knew me then, they're almost like, wow, it's nice to finally meet you. Yeah, oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, totally. I was such a fiend. Like, I, I was in that mode all the time. Even a year later, once I got into music and I got to college, like I would meet my friends from the graffiti era, and they'd be like, "Man, like you were crazy, dude. Like you were just on a mission." Yeah, were you like doing like the crazy tall fucking like climbing murals and shit? You know what I mean? Well, I did a mixture. Like I I wasn't. I did. I like the art side of it. Yeah, yeah. And now that's all I do. But when I was a kid, I did all of it. Like I did all the, you know, crazy stuff. Like running from cops all the time yeah it was the adrenaline rush i realize now it's like i've I've been able to do like a million amazing shows music i've just been able to do a lot of awesome music stuff yeah and there's a tiny voice in the back of my head that's like this ain't shit bro (laughs) (laughs) do you know what i mean like i'll be i'll be like i was on stage at the royal albert hall yeah opening for regina uh specter Regina Spector. Yeah. Who is my wife. His wife. And uh yeah, I don't know, just just sort of got that gig. I'm not sure how it, it all came together, <laughs> yeah. but um anyway, so I I was there and you know, it I was kind of like, man, I'm on stage by myself at the Royal Albert Hall and there is still a part of me that would rather be riding on a subway train (laughs) yeah yeah totally like it's a weird weird thing and a lot of people have compared it not compared it a lot of people have just called it what it what it is which is a hardcore addiction yeah that you know anyone who a lot of guys like really ruin their lives doing that and yeah i i i I just got lucky and i didn't you know switched over to like a more socially acceptable (laughs) art form uh and yeah it was weird like i just kind of put it away like like uh you know we're adults now it is yeah, time yeah. to put away childish things wow shit yeah and, uh, that's heavy. and then some like every few years i would get an attack like i just couldn't i would drop whatever i was doing and just go out and do a bunch of pieces yeah and then i would get it out of my system and go back to my life yeah totally. you know and uh but this year man i don't know what happened like i think i think i started following a bunch of graffiti writers on instagram yeah and it got me so amped yeah that it was basically like i'm not doing heroin i'm just hanging out with a bunch of junkies every day <laughs> yeah you know yeah, eventually yeah, totally. you're just gonna be like ah fuck it <laughs> well, it's, what's a little heroin gonna <laughs> yeah, do? Yeah, exactly. you know and uh but anyway i haven't like i don't do it illegally i don't plan on doing it yeah illegally, yeah totally but uh I also the other thing is that I stopped doing it right at the moment that I was just about to become like really good at it. Yeah. I was just on the verge, you know, it's like Totally. It's like I hadn't it's like I hadn't even made the bends yet, never mind like yeah. okay computer. Like yeah. I just finished Pablo Honey and everyone's <laughs> like everyone's like, Hey, yeah, this is a good good song on there. You might be you might be pretty good. Yeah, totally. And I was like, and I'm out. so uh, i've been making jokes that you know i should be dating all the pieces i'm doing now just writing 1996 on them because kind of like kind of when you stopped yeah pretty much shit that's like a that's a while it's a long time man. holy shit it's a long time out of retirement man yeah i'm like like uh you know 
like the guy from The Natural. <laughs> Come back all old with bullet wounds. Someone's like, he smacked the cover off that thing. <laughs> where do you do your, like, where do you make your pieces now? You know uh, I mean? like, well, there's a couple of spots in the city that are really cool. That there, uh, There's one place called Tough City Tattoos, which is just a tattoo shop. Yeah. That's kind of like run by graffiti writers. And in the back, they have a cut-off facade of a subway train. Oh, wow. Which is just like, I cannot explain how good it feels to do that. Because the problem before is like, you know, you couldn't or I couldn't find spots to paint. I didn't want to run from cops. I didn't want to like, you know, be in weird neighborhoods. And, yeah. You know, I know people that died just because they were, they just rode on the wrong building and some dude came out and just blasted them. Dude. Shotgun blast. Dead. That's insane. And, you know... I did a lot of really crazy shit when I was a kid, and I just, I got away. I was okay. Yeah. You know, I, I never, like, got beat up really bad. Yeah, yeah, For totally. whatever reason, like, you know, I was like a bunny rabbit hanging out with pit bulls. Yeah. But they were just like, no, nah, you're cool, we'll protect you. Yeah. Well, thank God, because yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to do it, you know? Dude. And so I feel lucky, and I, I don't want to, like, I don't want to messed that up i yeah, just yeah i just realized that I, I i almost like i threw the baby out with the bathwater, and i shouldn't have stopped because it's my favorite kind of art yeah After how, did, all you, this how time, did they find you at these like the chelsea chelsea market people well it's it, it's it was my coming out of the closet process yeah i just started putting up a bunch of stuff on facebook yeah i've been noticing like instagram and stuff you just, yeah like, i just things. started putting it up because you know i well we have a tour coming up in uh, august but Aside from that, you know, I've been done with... I finished my last album two years ago. Yeah. Been making a bunch of new songs, but, like, I would just find myself not really wanting to do music, and I would yeah. just be writing... I would just be writing yeah. graffiti instead. Totally. And, like, I kind of... I don't know. I I believe that if you're really excited about something, it's worth pursuing. Yeah, yeah, Even totally. if it doesn't necessarily make sense. Well, that's like kind of like kind of brings me to like the the whole stand up thing. Are you doing more stand up comedy like lately? Or are you kind of just focusing on? Uh, I I the had other to take a, a little bit of a break from that. Like I I acted in like a a little short web series called Big City, and I've done little ten minute spots. But I'm I'm not like well for the people listening. Like I for the last couple of years have been doing like one man shows that are an hour. Yeah. An hour, but every show is a different, every hour show is totally different yeah. hour. Yeah. <laughs> and insane. there's a lot of pre-recorded stuff. So, I mean, it's just a massive workload. Yeah. But again, I got, I got a different kind of fever with that. And yeah. I was like, fuck this. I'm doing this. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. And you're I'm really good do at it. it. Thank you. Yeah. You're really good at it. Well, come on. Come on. Hey, come on. We're good. Hey, we're just a couple <laughs> just of good guys, guys that are, are good at stuff. Just good at everything. I don't know. Let's see. What else are we good I'm at? I'm good at doing my laundry. Okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, you just so you're kind of just sort of waiting on that for a little while. I'm kind of in the middle of the same thing. Yeah. I mean, you, know, you, know, you can only focus on so many things at once. You do a lot of stuff. I do a lot of stuff. Yeah. But the thing that to me has been the most interesting just in my own life at this moment is that for a long time, you know, I just did a bunch of stuff that had nothing to do with each other. Yeah. Which is, to me, it all makes perfect sense. I'm doing it. I like it. I want to do it. What's wrong with that? Yeah. But in the world, in the marketplace, you know, in the like public square where artists are 
selling things. You're expected to be a like nameable, boxable entity that somebody can say it's this meets this, and everyone's like, "Great, yeah, yeah, yeah." Totally. And you know, and they all walk off nodding their heads, thinking that they get it. Yeah. But any artist that I like is not able to really be like. What do you call Reggie Watts? I don't know. That's a good point. I mean, you know I'd, what I mean? Say, I'd say... And he, by the way, is a big inspiration. Oh, yeah. Uh, watching... He, uh, he's a friend of mine, and, like, watching him do stuff, I felt like he, like, ran... You know, he, like, cracked open my body and, like, unlocked, like, yeah. five different boxes. Yeah, and, like, totally. A million doves shot yeah. out. And I was well, like, he's, like, a next-level comedian and a next-level musician at the same time and just merges those into, like, one thing, which yeah. is, like... And he created his own genre yeah whatever i don't know what it's called i don't care what it's called yeah it's beautiful yeah and i guess like what that helped me realize is that i don't have to wait to be like accepted on, yeah. on any front really totally. I, it's like i have no control over what people do yeah or what people what like like yeah what they think totally and you know i think every artist spends a lot of time being like trying to figure out what they are to other people or what they might be to other yeah, people yeah. or where their place is or whatever. And I think at this point for me now, I've just like, I don't know. I just, I'm at a place now where I no longer care. Yeah, that's good. I think that's when shit gets really good. I think that's when people become their own thing. You know what I mean? You gotta yeah. like not consider i mean it's always fun when people are into it but like when i'm making something i don't really care yeah you know what i mean like i, I get know, excited i know that, like, exactly maybe, what like, you I'm mean send like a song to like my sister be like i'll yeah. get excited if she gets excited but yeah. like yeah everyone yeah. Else, like i don't really care if like people well, in general are gonna freak out or you whatever. know i've always done what i whatever i wanted i weird songs whatever yeah once it's done i'm like oh i hope people like it <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because I don't know, it's just I've it's never been appealing to me to create anything in a, a void. Yeah. Where you're just like pissing in the ocean and you're just like slaving away and like spending yeah. all of your energy making something just right or you know, just right to you. And then like crickets. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it's just not fun. It's well, not a fun that's feeling. That's the thing is like I think I'm just like worn down by the process after doing it so many times like i'll get get excited right when it's done but then it won't come out for six months and by the yeah. time it comes out i'm like so numb to the you know what i'm so numb yeah. to like the fact that like who knows what's gonna happen i don't get my hopes up because like sometimes it is crickets sometimes it's a fucking amazing thing you yeah know? so like there's just so many ways it can go that i just like wait <laughs> yeah, like, have, like just have no emotions about it. Don't get my hopes up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think I've gotten to that point now too. It's like especially like the the music that I'm writing now is like I, mean, I played you a tiny little bit. It's almost straight up cock rock. Like, yeah. I mean, it's like you know, I don't. There, like, I can't imagine playing it for like somebody who likes electronic drum music and somebody singing with a lot of reverb 
Yeah. Do you know, like, yeah. I just can't imagine them being like, yeah, this is what I like now. <laughs> you know? I'm like, oh, really? Like, 70s Aerosmith is what you're into now, too? <laughs> like, it's just not, nobody cares about that shit. But I, to me, that's, like, the thing I'm but super psyched about. But if you like, the exact right way, it's just, like, a little bit off. People will get, like, fucking... Right. You know what I mean? Like, that familiarity, like, will bring a lot of people back. Yeah, maybe. It just depends, you know? We it's, shall see. Yeah. <laughs> but don't get too excited. Time will tell. No. Knock you down. No, I officially don't... Don't give a shit. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Dude, so I saw you on stage rocking with uh, Mike Campbell, which was pretty insane. Uh, Tom was, Petty and the Heartbreakers. Yeah. At at Stones Fest, actually, mm-hmm. weirdly. We do Petty Fest all the time. Uh-huh. The same band, same all same guys, best mm-hmm. fest guys. Yeah. But yeah, this time at Stones Fest, Mike Campbell comes out and yeah. what you guys did Jumpin' Jack Flash. Yeah. Oh, that fucking that man, that delighted me. I was. As I, mean, I felt like a child. I felt like a child. I mean, I just, you know, <laughs> we've just become friends because Regina toured with, with Tom Petty yeah. and the Heartbreakers. And, like, you know, we just, like, they're just the coolest people in the world. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, everything they say delights me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everything they do, I mean, artistically, obviously, it's yeah. just, they're just monsters. They're you insane. Know? Yeah. They're so and, good. Uh, and Mike. You know, I mean, I was almost kidding when I invited him. I was like, uh, you know, uh, they had a day off because they were doing their run at the Beacon. Yeah. And I was like, hey, man, you know, uh, going to be doing Jumpin' Jack Flash in the key of B, if that matters to you at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and he like, he writes back, he's like, yeah, I know that one. Yeah. And I was like, that's cool. That's not, that doesn't tell me whether you're doing it or not. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but yeah, he did it. He showed up, and um, <laughs> it was funny too because on stage we were all like looking at each other because we never we never rehearsed it with him. He yeah, just yeah. walked on, and uh, he's looking at um, Alex Levy, and you know everyone's kind of like it starts with and he's just like I know the song. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, uh, uh, of course okay, you do. Yeah, of course. Why are we certainly you, you do. <laughs> Yes, of course. You, you you were doing amazing solos to this song before I was born. Of yeah, course, yeah, yes. exactly. Before you were born, somehow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love that though, because some people would walk on and not know what the fuck's going on and so be like, "Oh, this is fun." Like uh, he's so I, I'm just sick. like, I just don't understand even that level of like musicality where you can just do that. Like, I, it's I hard don't for me either. to remember like more than two of other people's songs on like yeah. guitar, even no, just the basic chords. Exactly. Or it's like, <laughs> you, where it's like you learn mean? it. You know it for three days. Yeah. And it's and like it's you never knew it. Yeah, exactly. Like four days later. Like right now, Jumpin' Jack Flash, I'd know the chords, but most of the words are gone. Already. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's, yeah, that's me too. Like I'll spend like two days learning it and getting all ready. And then like the big moment happens when you play it in front of the yeah. crowd. And then it's just like you never think about it again. Yeah. And if somebody asked you to, you'd be like, oh, no, no, you got that the wasn't wrong guy, wrong pal. guy. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. He's I do here. still think about the way you did Refugee, though. You, oh, you slayed Refugee. Oh, thanks, man. As a matter of fact, when I saw when I saw them do it, I I like hallucinated a little like Tupac hologram of you like shaking your ass. <laughs> I mean, I would if they asked, but they, you know they probably are afraid to ask because you know I'm pretty, yeah. pretty well, busy. Well, you don't want that much competition. Yeah. You know, <laughs> well, I mean, they don't want that much competition, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, that refugee is super fun. I mean, I love don't doing don't do, don't do me like that. Now mm-hmm. that's my new jam. But refugee is fucking just fun to scream. Yeah, like the high note, and he can still do it too. Yeah, he kills it. I know, it's man. Crazy, man. Yeah, I, I'm like so inspired by that whole crew and everything they do. I I feel like knowing them has 
like change the way I look at the future or my own future. Yeah. Because I'm just like when you when you are in close proximity to just real re- super realness. Yeah. It's just like it's it's instructive. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like watching the way they are, the way that they think about art, the way that they think about their own stuff. Yeah. What they do and don't do. It's like it's really valuable to me. Like I I if I never saw a single guy from that band again, I would carry it with me already. Yeah, forever. Totally. Like For sure. the stuff I've learned, you know. Just seeing him at that that Beacon show that I went to the first one with you. You I hope got me into, which was the best thing ever, <laughs> which I that was the best day ever. Which I can't do for anyone else. You so can't ask. do it, but <laughs> It was like such a fucking awesome, you know, one of those days when you wake up not thinking that you're going to go see Tom Petty in a 3000 yeah. seat theater and yeah. then you just end up walking into it. Yep. <laughs> and you're like, Most holy days are fuck. That day. Yeah. <laughs> but just seeing them that, like that close and that's like just, they're so good. Like, it's just yeah. like insane. Like I, you don't know, I've seen a million bands and a lot of them are really good. Yeah. But never like that. Yeah. Like, which is like fucking 40 years of fucking crazy experience. Well, it's like, also the, most of them have been, you know, a good nucleus of that band has been playing together the whole time. Yeah. And the new guy's the drummer who's been in the band for like 20 years. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the new guy. Yeah. yeah. And then, in, you know, like Scott Thurston, too, who's like the utility guy or he calls himself Sidebreaker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is amazing, too. And yeah. he's just like hanging out in the background singing like the highest harmonies yeah, and yeah. doing weird hard piano parts and shit. Yeah. They're just, you know, I it's like I get I I just get super excited by people that are good at stuff. Yeah. In general, like Totally. I it could be like an art form I've never even heard of and someone's like like I have made a tiny sculpture out of 3,000 uh, or whatever. I'm just like, that's amazing, dude. Like, you're my hero. Yeah, totally. Never heard of you before. Didn't yeah. think that I cared about you, but I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Yeah. A fuckload, bro. <laughs> More than I'm willing to admit. <laughs> and I've already admitted some, so I'm you sorry can I'm imagine. touching you so much. I'm... <laughs> can you breathe? <laughs> Scenario a little close. Am I too close? <laughs> <laughs> my, my friend, my friend used to he used to do this. Uh, it's not a trick. It's just a gross thing. <laughs> There's no magic to it, except the weird, dark way it makes you feel. But he used to just come up behind you, put his hands on your shoulders, and as you tensed up, all of a sudden, before you knew it. You felt whispering right, like between your ear and your neck. And it goes, he goes. How does it feel? <laughs> it's the worst feeling in the world. You can feel it like stubble on the back Just of your neck. Breathed on by a stranger, so, touched so bad, not being able to see. He, pr- I mean, he, he probably hasn't done that to oh me in like. <laughs> hey, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like one of those things where it's amazing until like somebody punches him or he goes to like weird jail. Oh no, he he wouldn't even surprise you. He would just be like he would just be like, "Yo, let me do it." Yo, let me do it to you. And I'd be like, "No, man. Come on." And he's just like, "Come on. Let me just do it." And then I'd just stand there and I'd be all tense and then you know, he would make it all slow. <laughs> 
<laughs> Every time he did it, it took longer. <laughs> <laughs> he's just perfecting the art. <laughs> yeah, he's becoming a master. He's like, he's like, I just, he's like, I'm counting your shivers. <laughs> <laughs> Collecting them, keep keeping them in a jar. I'll give them back to you later. <laughs> After I've had my way with them. Ew. Oh, that's weird. Somebody detaching you from your shivers, fucking them, and giving them back. Here you go. I don't need these anymore. No, it's a whole new level of defiling. Whole new level of innocence lost. <laughs> maybe a strain on the friendship, but maybe not. Well, yeah, that's like it's like you lose your innocence. Somebody does something to it and gives it back to you, so you have to deal with it again. You're like, ah, oh, this thing's all zitty. It's oh. like late teens. Oh, it's weird. It's like it's like half covered in latex. <laughs> Needs a shower. What happened here? He's handing me a jar full of my shivers right back. It's ruined. There were more quivers at that point. That's cool. That's like a ni- <laughs> that's like a nineties. Oh, maybe that maybe that can be our our show. Yeah, jar of shivers. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking. That's that's something to come back to. Maybe we got we got to explore that a little bit. Yeah, we have to figure out the rules of that are. Yeah. <laughs> other than just ruining. Is that just life. a game show? <laughs> yeah, the most innocence losing game show. Yeah. He's watch everyone age like six years within like the the hour they film it. Yeah, it's like the winner <laughs> just has a giant gray streak. It's <laughs> 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 a bar of shivers. Just a bar where the people just do that to you, that kind of stuff, and you can't tell who's employed and who's not. Oh, <laughs> oh, dude, you going to shiver bar tonight? <laughs> Yeah, just for like 20 minutes. That's, That's like cool. all I could take. Are you working? I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I might have been working. It they depends. paid me 20 bucks because I did such a good job when I went. <laughs> Shiver. <laughs> the river of tears. The shiver of beers. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> but still, let's make a show out of it. Okay. Let's take a break. and we come back, let's, just, let's explore show ideas. All right. This episode of Nocturnal Emotions is brought to you by Scout Books, pocket-sized notebooks and books made from 100% recycled paper, vegetable-based ink, and lots of love. If you like to draw, doodle, sketch, or even if you've simply been feeling more creative recently, get over to scoutbooks.com and check out their great selection of notebooks. Now you can feel good about wasting paper with your terrible novel ideas because Scout Books are made from 100% recycled paper. Although, let's be real, you're all geniuses, and I'm sure everything you write in your Scout book is publishable and great. Scout Books has an incredible selection of cover designs and styles to choose from, but if you don't see anything you like in their library of ready-mades, you can design one you will like with their make-your-own option. Plus, Scout Books offers tons of perks like downloadable design templates, easy online ordering, friendly staff, and free shipping. Plus, guess what? You Nocturnal Emotions listeners get to take 10% off any online order by visiting scoutbooks.com slash nocturnal. So, go online today and support Scout Books for supporting the show. Scout Books, make your own pocket power, the eco-awesome notebooks. Huzzah! Back to the show. 
Man, so that was a really fulfilling break. I can't believe we, we accomplished so much. I felt like it took forever. I hate not being recorded. I know, I know. It was a waste of time not it's being a waste recorded. Of life. Like we talked and like nobody could hear it except us. It's like it never happened. But we did, you know, we did raise a lot of money for uh <laughs> for the AIDS ride. And we did uh I I said AIDS riot. Like, <laughs> no, no, oh, no. That's that, was, that one. I tried that once. It didn't go over so hot. Nobody was nobody <laughs> nobody was donating for that cause. Right. It's like I will participate in this riot but i need to raise at least three thousand dollars yeah <laughs> yeah fun help fund my kickstarter for an aids riot how do you feel about all this crowdsourcing you know i'm like i feel like it's good for like a small band if they want to raise like up to like 10 grand to like make a record put it out sort of thing and then be yeah. like all right we're, we're on our own well i feel like these people raising like millions of dollars yeah. that are already rich is kind of weird i i definitely have mixed feelings about it when I see people that I know for a fact are, are wealthy mm-hmm. doing it because, well, I don't know. I, I have mixed feelings about it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, one of my friends told me that he knew some guys that were making some really awesome turntable That's and they raised a ton cool. of money for it. It was, like, going to be a really cheap but really awesome turntable. Yeah. Stuff like that. I'm That's like, cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. You know? Totally. You, and they raised something, like, a million dollars or something. And they just had to shut down orders because it got so out of hand. So many people wanted it. Yeah. That they couldn't even fulfill it at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, totally. So I was like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. But then, you know, I've seen other things with like actors making records or stuff like that. Yeah, or like people like... I don't there's, know. There's ones where like, I think bands are taking it too far when they're like trying to like do the same kind of level of like touring that they used to do on like a major label right. through their fans paying for it. Being like, we're going to need 100000 or like $200,000 to do this. That. Like I've seen that with oh, some that's, bands where you're like, $200,000 so we can have like a tour bus and complete this like two month US tour and we'll like handwrite our lyrics for you if you give right. us $2,000. And it's like, it's sort of weird at that it's point weird. where you're just like, just, just step it back a little bit. I and like, guess. And like but have you know, your shows it's, pay for it. It's I think just, it's it's hard for those people to, to you know, I've done... Their pride and like... I don't even think it's their pride. I think it's like, you know, they have been in a lot of ways like robbed yeah. of their income. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and so it's a weird thing because on the one hand, the music business just raped america for yeah. 25 years or however many years in a row but then america raped back really hard yeah but america thought it was raping the business people which i guess it was but kind really of. it was the musicians and yeah you know now it's like there are a lot of things that that can't be done that used to be able to be done yeah yeah i don't think it's going to prevent any good art from being made yeah but i do think for people that have you know grown accustomed yeah, to yeah. a certain type of touring yeah like, i've done bus tours and i've done van tours yeah bus tours are better oh well, yeah totally yeah, <laughs> well, obviously, you know, yeah you've done them too so it's like yeah i can see how if you've been on a bus for like 20 years yeah and all of a sudden the label's like yeah you're gonna have to get in a van yeah yeah then totally you're like fuck you i'll find another way yeah totally you know? but I don't know, it's weird. It's still kind of weird, though, to me. I'm sort of like, well, if you can't earn being on a bus, then just don't be on one. That's <laughs> totally true, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't expect, like, your, your super-duper fans to, yeah. like, fucking I mean, you know, don't get me it wrong, it's like some, some, like, band that I hate. <laughs> I don't like, really care you. what happens to them. Yeah. 
<laughs> I didn't care about them in the first place. Yeah. I thought they should have never been on a bus. I thought they didn't deserve a bus. <laughs> yeah. Know? I know a lot of people that deserve a bus. Yeah, totally. But uh, most people don't have it. You yeah, know? totally. And uh, I don't know. Being a musician is a weird thing now because yeah. it's like, what do you? E- what are you even trying to do? Like, yeah. you know, making the music, fine, obvious. We all, we're all going to do it. Yeah. We're all going to keep doing it. But, but, you know, where is it going to wind up? Yeah. What are you going to do with it? Who's going to, like, there's so much noise at this point yeah. that it's like, even good people, I don't, I think they just have a really hard time. I don't know. No, fuck it. Fuck <laughs> <Like> it. <laughs> we're just going to keep doing it. It's a pretty good gas time to take a sip of this gas beer. Gas is just going to keep getting more expensive. <laughs> yep. It's all gas, man. That's the thing. Touring's only hard because gas is $4 a gallon. When we started and it was like $1 a gallon, it was awesome because you right. could just like roll with it and be like, oh, we made 100 bucks, but we only need like 30 to get to the right. next show. Yeah. <laughs> but like, but like uh, whatever. Fuck it. Let's figure out uh, if we were to create a show that we took to Hollywood or crowdsourced or did whatever we needed to tomorrow to make our show happen. It could be anything. It could be a play. It could be a TV show episodic reality game show hmm. could be a movie what would you what what are you in the mood to to create right now let's just start with a genre let's see uh well <laughs> i just had an idea but it's not a genre i think i skipped ahead that's cool let's uh, go with it well just cuz of what we were talking about just now it just made me think of like it would be cool to have a show where people that are really rich and famous for being artists are made to wear disguises and perform to strangers <laughs> and see if they like it. So it's like a reality show, almost almost prank show or like almost like a, 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 a candid camera sort of thing, but also sort of proving your worth as an artist. Yeah, I guess so. Like, it's it like go either way when you reveal them, like people will be like, Oh my God. And then that could be like part of the fun. That's true. <laughs> and then people will be like, Oh, actually I thought I liked you, but I see now that I was wrong. <laughs> I see now that it was just your gorgeous face. idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, called, it's, it's called gorgeous faced idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gorgeous idiot. Um. <laughs> That's like kind of goes back to like when we were, were at like um, our favorite bar mm-hmm. that we go to, and you watch like um, super hot, like kind of mainstreamy girls getting like rejected at the door, and it kind of like you feel bad a little bit, but you're I also don't. like at the I, same time, there's in the nothing, back of your mind, you're like, thrill. yes. <laughs> Finally, you understand what it's like to be one of us. Yeah, it's like, welcome to five seconds of my life. (laughs) And you're eventually going to get in anyway, so I don't feel bad for you. Yeah. (laughs) No, I think about that a lot, about, lately especially, about, like, yeah, like, super, super good-looking people. (laughs) And I think, you know, in the future, if it ever is possible to just, like, download a person's brain or something and just get to live as them or or whatever like upload your brain into some super hot body yeah like i think the first thing that i would do is put my brain into a super hot girl's body <laughs> just to see what the world is like dude yeah exactly that, see how that you would get be treated. weird well see that could be a thing too that could be a show where we like uh where you kind of like are in the background uh you kind of see through like whatever the glasses that they're wearing, some like really attractive person. 
and you mm. get to tell them what to say to everybody. Ooh, <laughs> like a good in idea. an earpiece, you know what I mean? You're like that's in the van idea. outside, and yeah. you're like living through their eyes. Yeah, you're like, you, you, you got the looks, <laughs> I got the brains. Yeah. <laughs> let's see what we can do. <laughs> let's see what we can fucking, let's see what fucking we can get into it this way. Yeah. With both. I definitely, really like, I'm, I'm interested in other people's experience. Yeah, but maybe of, that's just what politics is. What do you mean? It's just like some company controlling like a good-looking dude who knows how to talk, and they just tell him what to say as he goes. I, I think that's a pretty accurate description. <laughs> I think you, you, that might this be like call a, the show politics. actual definition of what that is. <laughs> Don't worry about a thing, bro. But yeah, we you got you. You just this. fucking autopilot. Yeah. Fucking and make we're sure all, you we're all uh, gonna be good. Give a shout out to Miracle Whip a couple times a day. <laughs> Miracle Whip. <laughs> <laughs> what's that show called the show where we uh we go and we control the the amazing beauty the beautiful people hmm uh and like uh there's like somebody listening to this right now he's probably just they just came up the with most it. awesome yeah, yeah, title yeah in their exactly mind. that's what i do when i listen to podcasts i'm like yeah. ah! like yelling out <laughs> shit that like when someone like is, is playing a game or something i'm like yeah Screaming. Like it's so obvious you're two <laughs> morons. I just like yell along and then I'm like sadly like I'm in a van by myself. <laughs> I'm not with people. <laughs> they didn't invite me to this. I don't know why I'm yelling. I'm not included. <laughs> <laughs> Man, like uh I mean just like sexy mind control. That'd be a huge hit show. <laughs> sexy mime control? Mind control or mime control too. That could be a sub genre. Sub genre. Oh, yeah. That should be like a sub like a, a little segment of the show. Sexy we control mime, mime control. Yeah. That's like yeah, that's a that's a spin-off. Yeah. Where it's like, well, you can't tell them what to say, <laughs> but you can tell them what to create. <laughs> You're sad. You're really sad that you won't get let into this bar. Now you're inside a box. You're inside a sad box. Now you're playing tug of war with no one, no one there. Except <laughs> you're playing tug of war. Except it's it's the doorman's dick, and you're trying to convince him <laughs> that if he'll just let you in, there's something in it for him. <laughs> the tug of raw. <laughs> nice. Tug of Raw. That's good. Let's just make that. Tug of Raw. We'll just do Tug of Raw, and it's just a show about a mime who pretends to tug, to tug bouncers' dicks. Just to get into places and see which ones beat him up and which ones let him in. Yeah, and all of them will definitely beat him up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You could take it back to Chelsea Market. We could. I don't know. I'm the pre I think everyone's freaked out by a mime. Regardless yeah, of I think if you let a mime into a sexual bar, preference, it would it would like raise hell. Actually, <laughs> like I think I think the entire dynamic of the room would just go insane. Yeah, if a mime walked. No, it's in. exactly like the same thing. If you bring a like a watermelon into a bar, it's definitely everyone wants to smash it. Right. Wow, that's absolutely true. Like, there's no way that's not going to happen. That's yeah. Even if you take it out it on the street, everyone in. everyone's going to leave the bar to watch it get smashed. It's true. <laughs> Which and so now we just explain Gallagher's career exactly. He he saw the human need. <laughs> it's necessary. 
Eric, we covered so much. I think we've created a lot. Hey, patent pending. These are all Jack Dish, little Sean Tillman ideas. Uh, don't try to steal these at home. Yeah. Um, we're still developing them, obviously. So, uh, yeah, but if you do steal them, just cut just us pay in, us. bro. Yeah, we're fine. We're probably not going to make a lot of them, so if you'd want yeah. to. I think it's safe to say that we're definitely not going to make any of them, <laughs> but you're welcome to as long as you pay us. Yeah, kind of, yeah just pay us. Don't you know? make anything and just pay us. Executive producers, creators, whatever. It's fine. Just ask Let us executive money. produce your life. <laughs> That's it. Let's take a break. Yeah. Thank you to Audible for joining my glorious show today. I'm so glad to have them back and want you to get on board. All you have to do is log on to audiblepodcast.com slash harmar to sign up for your free 30-day trial and free audiobook. You have no excuse not to try it. No matter what genre you like to read, Audible has it. Their files play on pretty much any kind of MP3 player you can think of. And through the magic of their WhisperSync technology, you can even bring your Kindle into the mix. Your Kindle will save your bookmarks for your phone, iPad, or MP3 player, and vice versa. So get your free audiobook and 30-day free trial by visiting www.audiblepodcast.com slash harmar. That's audiblepodcast.com slash H-A-R-M-A-R. That tells Audible that I sent you. It's a great way to support the show and keep me on the internet for free. If you need a recommendation, go get started with Bad As I Want to Be by Dennis Rodman. It's amazing. Seriously, having someone read that to you is probably the greatest joy you'll ever have in your life. Happy, happy, happy fake reading, audible.com. So on the break, we uh, we pitched the AIDS riot, and it really didn't go over well with no anyone. Takers. No takers. I mean, to be fair, it was just you and me in this room. Yeah. <laughs> but neither of us took. No. Neither of us <laughs> liked our own idea. <laughs> Which is common for me. Yeah, me too. I have too. notebooks full of ideas that I hate, that I yeah. thought were a genius sentence. Me too. My, my <laughs> mirror has big red X's on it. <laughs> you just write in lipstick? You just keep, <laughs> like, tablets of mirror? <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Ooh, mirror book. That's a, a mirror book. <laughs> That's a good idea. be a harsh, harsh thing to move. It would. <laughs> but you'd make millions off the vein. <laughs> It's actually, yeah, for every mood you're in, there's like some fucking like something scrawled and lipstick over it. It's like either like you look beautiful or like you're a piece of shit. Yeah, or maybe they have little LED lights in them and it's and it's like dark lighting. Yeah. <laughs> and you're feeling gothy. Yeah. <laughs> Which is always. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, let me ruin your favorite song or let me help us ruin your favorite song. <laughs> All right. Uh, what would you like to go in on and kind of like uh, dissect lyrically and try to uh, make make even less fun than you maybe thought it was before? <laughs> well, uh, I'm gonna pick "It's So Easy" by Guns N' Roses. Yes, I love GNR. Um, that's perfect. Okay, let's play a clip of "It's So Easy" by Guns N' Roses now. Just 
Fuck off! Why don't you just... Fuck off! Fuck off! <laughs> fuck off! Fuck off! I love... <laughs> I love that line. That's my favorite, like, literally the most... I don't know. It, it, it's so literal. It's There's no way, like, literal. that line... Like, he's got to just be talking to, like, one guy who's, like, sister he fucks, and he's like, Shut up, man! Yeah. Well, it's the thing is so crazy is that there's a pause before that, and you think it's going to get all, like, something else, but then you're just like, Oh, it's just a basic thing. <laughs> it's like, why don't you just... And you're like, uh-oh, yeah? Fuck off! <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh, just okay. that? All right, I guess. All right. So... It's actually, you know what? It, he actually sounds hurt. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like when someone says, "Why don't you just, why don't you just fuck off?" You know, it's like it's actually coming from a really weak place. <laughs> yeah, because like me, me and my friend Denver always talk about Denver and I always yeah, talk yeah. about like how uh, how uh, it's so much more angry. Fuck you is if you emphasize the you. If you're like, fuck you. Yeah, it sounds so much more angry than like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because when you, yeah, when you emphasize the fuck, then it's kind of like you could replace that word with anything. It's like love fuck you. you, love you, see you, love you. Like, yeah, an angry you never fails to. No, no, <laughs> to make some when it's coming at place. you. <laughs> so I see your sister in a Sunday dress. She's out to please. She pouts her best. She's out to take, no need to try. She's ready to make. She's ready to make. I like that. I like to do like that. I like I'm but like I've never heard like ready to make. I've heard like on the make. I'm on the make. Yeah. You know, like when you're about to make out or whatever. But But yeah, but like the I've never heard this expression because I've only heard people be like like I want to make my girl. <laughs> like make my girl. Yeah. Which that expression in itself is just psychotic. <laughs> Like it's like it's like by having sex with her you create her. <laughs> but this is like the feminist answer to that cuz she's ready to make. She's ready, she's ready to make, make Axel a man. Maybe. Oh, well, I I was looking at it like she like she's ready to make meaning like she's ready for me to make. Like oh, yeah, she, she's ready to she's get made. She's ready to get made. <laughs> this is like the mafia. She's going to be a made man. Mafia Rose. Splatter her brains all over the fucking <laughs> <laughs> Over the plastic, she's gonna be my zombie from now on. Yeah. It's so easy, easy when everybody's trying to please me, baby. Twice, mm-hmm. all right, yeah, that's that makes sense, okay. But like you know, it's a Very little, little vain, little vain, like everyone you know. But I guess well, at that point, everybody was trying I to think, please yeah, Axel. Man. Whatever so, you want, Axel. Whatever you do, come on. So <laughs> then we get into this verse. Cars are crashing every night. I drink and drive. <laughs> Everything's in sight. I make the fire, but I miss the firefight. I hit the bullseye every night. What? Sounds like a lot of contradictory thoughts right there. Yeah, you know, as you read it, after every one, I'm like, yeah, man, you're a fucking badass. <laughs> like, it just works on me. I, don't, I think this is actually unruinable for me. Hey, I think- <laughs> cars are crashing every night. I drink and drive. Everything's in sight. He, well, he, he drinking and driving ain't no thing I for that. Crash my fucking car and walk no away. I'll make a fire, but I missed the firefight. Ain't got time to watch it get fought. Only got time bullseye, to make it. Is the bullseye just crashing cars, driving drunk? Is that the? I imagine the, that the bullseye is a vagina. The, a vagina could be, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be super fucking gay about it, I'm pretty sure <laughs> that it's a vagina. <laughs> so everybody's trying to please him. Still, I got. It all feels so right when I fade into the night. See me hit you, you fall down. Yeah. And then there's a cool. See me hit you, you fall 
down. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder yeah. if he's still hitting her or is it some other dude? It's got to be the guy that he's going to tell the fuck off real soon. Yeah, okay. Which is weird because oh, he yeah, already yeah, hit him. That comes up next. I see you standing there. You think you're so cool. <laughs> Why don't you just fuck off? Yeah, that's a first draft. <laughs> Definitely didn't go back to that no, one. That didn't, that didn't get, the, uh, that didn't get think, the once over. You think you're so cool. <laughs> it's my favorite song lyric. Yeah, and that's like what every third grade third grader says. Dude, I, that that entire little block comes from like his inner child. No, that's definitely. such a hurt little guy. Yeah, well, he's you, like the guy who used to work like Tower so Records cool. and like fight people in the parking lots and stuff. You're like, fuck you, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna wear this fucking catcher's mask and <laughs> tight right tights. <laughs> he's like, man. But then you get nothing for nothing if that's what you do. Turn around, bitch. I got a use for you. Besides, you ain't got nothing better to do. And I'm bored. And I'm bored. <laughs> that's badass. You can't really fuck with you that. You can't ruin that. You can't. No. Fuck. Oh, Turn my around, God. bitch. I got a use for you. <laughs> that is like, how can you say that? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is unruinable. You can't. I mean, like, nobody else could ever say that. In, Can you again, imagine if that lyric was in a song that came out right now? Yeah, or if, like, yeah, if, like, fucking Nickelback put it out, you'd be like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, you're talking to yourself, right, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> He's in the mirror. <laughs> Turn around. Yeah. And it's just, like, him scratching or, his own neck. Or he's just, like, singing from the victim's point of view, <laughs> and he's, like, quoting what someone else said to him. Turn around. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he's in the mirror crying. He's like, turn around, bitch. I got a use for you. That's what he said. Yeah, right. Yeah. But, <laughs> but do you think he's talking about the brother now? Or is he talking to, about the girl? Or is he well, talking about both? Is he going to fuck the brother I and think, in I front think of his this, sister? I think this predates pretty much guys calling other guys bitches as an insult. Okay. So I'm pretty sure that's got to be him just being very disrespectful to a woman. <laughs> But, you know, these, this is the same band that used to turn away girls from their apartment unless they had a bag of groceries with them. <laughs> so, That's amazing. I, you know, I can't I say that this that, is actually. like outside of, of <laughs> you know, what I know about them. Do you have a bag of groceries for me? But then what would they do? They're going to eat. The, they're going to go to a pizza place and just eat some fucking late night pizza. That's a good point. Yeah, who the fuck was cooking? Nobody yeah. was cooking. Or would they make the girls cook while they... Of course. That's, I mean, that's the only answer. Turn Unless, around, bitch, I got a use around, for you. Slash has a really good... It's got a really, um, yeah, you know, just a, a great palate. <laughs> <laughs> His whiskey and cigarette palate <laughs> yeah, really yeah. made for some exotic dishes. And coriander. <laughs> You didn't bring the fucking <laughs> coriander. Get the fuck out of here. I don't have a use for you. I don't even have a use for you, bitch. <laughs> thought I did. <laughs> when I wrote the lyrics to this song, I thought I did. But now you, you got, got two black eyes and the wrong groceries, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. When I feel so right. When I fade into the night, so come with me, That's don't ask me where, because I don't know. Also great line. Yeah, so good. Can't ruin this song. Nope. I mean, Unruin look, them. No, it can't. It's the it's most like misogynistic so, song in the world, but it's, it's like the best. Note, but it's the best. Like, the way, like, just knowing this is like, a, seriously, like, singing along to this as a fourth grader, since I was like 10. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, me too. I mean, it never, like, made me a misogynist. It only no. made me sexier. Yeah. But <laughs> you just know how <laughs> to be survived. firm when you need to be. 
<laughs> you, you know exactly what to say. And it totally validated me living in L.A. and drinking and driving for eight years. Yeah. It does get you pretty excited about the idea. Yeah. <laughs> Except I don't follow the crashing advice. No. No. No, but I think he's talking about other people. He's like, cars are crashing every night. He's like, not he's mine. Not mine. Yeah. Because I'm fucking... No, this I song is just all about... What an awesome guy he is. Yeah, well, Night Train's the same thing, too. Love like, this whole album, really. Rocket Queen. Like, really, the whole album. Yeah. Except for, like, it's hard Sweet to Child do. of Mine. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, like, his one tender moment that redeems him to every, like, eighth grade girl in the right, world. Right, right. <laughs> and, and also, think about you. He, you know, but I never I liked think that about song. about you. That's, yeah. It's, like, the only one on the album that, even as a kid, I was like, yeah, this is some pussy shit. <laughs> And like, I didn't even know what that meant. I had like not yeah, gone exactly. anywhere near a girl in my whole life. I was like, yeah, feelings. Ah, uh, fuck that. <laughs> Tell me more about smashing alcohol bottles like they do in the videos. <laughs> so it's, it's So Easy by Guns N' Roses, Unruinable. Probably most of their songs, except for maybe like November Rain if we got into it. But that one's pretty good poetically too, I think. But Yeah. No, I mean, uh, this is just because we're picking their really good songs. Yeah, yeah, we can definitely pluck a stinker. Out oh of yeah, there, and then it'll like just be fish in a barrel. Something weird, or like I love a strange. I love strange too. I know. It's <laughs> like, what would you do though? What would you? Uh, strange is real good. <laughs> <laughs> I love Guns N' Roses. Yeah, it's too a, hard. It is. It's it's really. hard. I mean, even if I love, I can normally ruin a song. Even if I love the artist and the song, but I can't. Like, this one, know, I can't. Something about this song is like I keep wanting to say something, but then I'm just like. No, yeah. no, that's <laughs> yeah. just real good. Yep, it's just good. Unruinable. Yep. It's done it. Well, shit, Jack. Thanks for coming over. Well, we tried. Well, yeah, we tried. We gave it the old not college. Gave it the old in-out. <laughs> <laughs> we turned it around, but we didn't have a use for it. Too bad. <laughs> Thanks for coming in, dude. Thanks for having me. you got to come back sometime. Yeah. Uh, low five. You didn't see it, but we did it. We did it. <laughs> There you have it, Guns N' Roses, unruinable. I should have known, I should have known, but you know, that's what happens. You get taken down by the classics, and, uh, and that's how Let Me Ruin Your Favorite Song works. This is how we roll. Uh, man, thanks Jack for coming in. So awesome, I love it. We could have done like a nine hour podcast, we were talking about that, we could just go forever. And uh, maybe someday, maybe we'll we'll put up parts two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> uh, yes, come back in, sir. I love you. And uh, shit, I'm trying to think. This week, what do I have going on? Oh, I'm playing the Knitting Factory this Friday night, 28th of June. Midnight Doors, Born Cages, Harmar Superstar, Late Show, only $5. Come check it out. And also, July 6th. I will be in Austin, Texas at the ND, North Door, playing the show. My friend Ben is now booking the venue, and I'm psyched to go there and celebrate the fact by rocking the people. So uh, come come see me. I'll be scampering around Austin and L.A. and New York. So, uh, so come find me. Give me a high five. Sick, sick stuff. Totally awesome. Uh, Till then, I'll be recording a bunch of uh, more episodes for you. So tune in next week for a guest that I can't even tell you who it is yet because I don't even know. Who knows? 
Who knows which episode I'm going to put up. I'll just do whatever I feel like. Flying by the seat of my pants. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know where that... Where did that... Where did that colloquialism come from? Who knows? Whatever. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to look it up right now. Uh, have a good week. Have a good week. Harm our sleepy time. Uh, bye-bye. Yeah. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Ackerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. EarwolfRadio.com The Wolf Dead.